how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What's up, homies? Thanks for streaming today's Daily NBA Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's Friday, April 1st. There's a 10-game slate in the NBA tonight. And I actually have three best bets. This podcast is presented by sportsbookwire.usatoday.com, where I am a sports betting analyst. You can read mine and my colleagues' daily NBA and um, betting breakdowns for all major sporting events, not just the NBA. Uh, So go check us out at sportsbookwire.usatoday.com. And this podcast is sponsored by Typico Sportsbook. They're our odds provider, and my records are against Typico Sportsbook odds. They're actually live in New Jersey and Colorado, so go check them out if you're in those two states. They have a fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. Also, you can get a, a welcome bonus to Typico Sportsbook at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply, so please see Typico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey, 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so we kind of had a hard luck Thursday. We went 1-2. and two. Um, My week-long record is now 6-3. and three. I finished March with a 37-33 and 33 record. And in 2022, since starting this podcast, I'm 102-80. and 80. So I'm pretty uh, happy with the results thus far, even though I, uh, I'm not happy with yesterday's performance. I hit with the Detroit Pistons, plus 9.5. They actually upset the Philadelphia 76ers, 102-94. And there seems to be trouble in the city of brotherly love. Uh, Doc Rivers called out James Harden's performance in a post-game press conference, which is something I love to see because I actually planned on fading Philadelphia um, down the stretch here and into the playoffs. So I'm happy to see that um, things aren't looking very well in uh, the city of brotherly love. I also did sprinkle a little bit on the Detroit Pistons money line. Hopefully you did too, but not a lot, just a little. Um, Plus 9.5 though. Um, was a pretty easy cover. They were the right side the whole time. I uh, made a pretty bad uh, mistake by betting the Cleveland Cavaliers plus five and a half. They got blasted by the Atlanta Hawks last night, 131 to 107. Um, I had that bet in my account. I, I have most bets in my account um, before giving them out here on this podcast. Uh, but despite having that bet in my account, I felt pretty bad about the uh, the game or the pick. Um, right before tip-off. Sometimes that happens. Very rarely it happens. I feel pretty strong about my analysis and my handicaps, but uh, Cleveland felt like a square side, and it was a square side, so my apologies. Um, And I uh, thought we'd get one back with the Los Angeles Clippers uh, visiting the Chicago Bulls. We took Clippers two and a half. Uh, They ended up losing 135 to 130 in overtime, and it was a pretty bad beat. Uh, the Clippers were the right side. They got outscored by 10 in the fourth quarter, and DeMar DeRozan got four free throws in the final seconds and what was kind of bogus. But, um, you know, that's, again, I say this quite often, but that's betting. Um, that's that's gambling um, in the NBA regular season. You know, you just have some of these crazy outcomes, some of these officiating um uh, blunders and it's just something we got to deal with as as betters and you know I've been profitable this whole year and I um I expect to remain profitable in April and into the playoffs I actually do really well in the playoffs typically hopefully I uh, didn't just 
put my foot in my mouth or, or jinx myself, but um, I got three best bets for the Friday slate, and I got to be honest, they feel fake sharp. Um, I'm not, I follow at your own peril. Maybe I'm just having flashbacks to last Friday's nuking that I took, but um, I, the first pick, you guys are going to make fun of me, and you guys are probably going to get in my replies, and if you do, um, I'm, I might never do this podcast again. I'm just kidding, but I'm taking the Pistons. I'm going to lay four and a half with the Pistons as my first best bet at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I hate that I'm doing this. It feels fake sharp, and, and, and frankly, not even fake sharp. It feels pretty square to be laying four and a half with Detroit on the road after they just beat Philadelphia, who's a team I'm not even that high on. OKC has the second best um, against the spread winning percentage this season. Detroit trending up, right? They uh, have a plus adjusted net rating over the last two weeks, and they're 7-3 and three against the spread in the last 10. But OKC's 8-2 and two against the spread in the last 10. My main difference in this game or the, the, the foundation of my handicap here is Detroit is trying to win games, and Oklahoma City organizationally is not trying to win. Um, Cade Cunningham has been an absolute beast since the All-Star game. Um, Sadiq Bey is a, a young uh, solid wing that's shown a lot of potential, and Detroit looks hungry. They look like they want to end the season on a positive note, winning uh, note, and and put teams on on notice for uh, the future. Of Detroit, uh, Cade since the All Star break is averaging 22 points per game on 47 percent field goal percentage. He's right around six, actually six and a half assists per game, six rebounds per game. He's got a plus 6.6 adjusted net rating. Um, for the for Detroit and the, and the whole season, and Cade played for Oklahoma State last year, so you know he's going to have a lot of people at the game, which just tells me Cade uh, will be at max motivation, and he's by far the best player on the court. In fact, the the squad or the team that OKC is putting out there is quite quite frankly pathetic, and they probably should be fined. I mean, I, this is why I kind of roll my eyes. OKC is the, the reason why I roll my eyes at when team when people talk about expansion in the NBA because, um, I, I mean, there's teams that are tanking. There's a few teams that are tanking. And what it, Oklahoma City's doing is egregious, and I just don't think there's enough talent to be adding teams to the NBA. That rant's over, but for this game, Oklahoma City's injury report has SGA on it, Dort, Giddy, Trey Mann, and Darius Baisley. All five of those guys are Oklahoma City's top five scorers. Granted, the it, it, it they've been out for a few games, most of those players, and the Oklahoma City Thunder are still covering eight of the last ten games. So that's why it does feel a little bit fake sharp, but there's a bit of a line freeze or, or, or at this point, reverse line movement towards Detroit. Uh, most of the money, at least according to Tipico, is coming in on OKC, but the line stays at four and a half, or we're getting it at four and a half. And on most books, it's up to five. And as a matter of fact, if I refresh the Tipico page right now, which I will, I wouldn't be shocked if it gets up to five. We're going to figure this out in real time. No, it's a pretty heavily juiced four and a half, though. So it's fake sharp, perhaps, and, and, and it feels square, but. I think I, I gave some pretty sharp analysis, and uh, I'll let I'll lay four and a half points to the Detroit Pistons. Hey, I'm not even on Tipico, or I'm not in uh, Tipico's 
um, in New Jersey or Colorado. So I can't get the four and a half. I have to lay the five with the Pistons. So for bet, bet slipping, record keeping purposes, we're going Pistons four and a half. My second best bet is uh, I'm taking the Timberwolves plus three and a half. They visit the Denver Nuggets and with a, a crucial Western Conference um, regular season game, as is the next game that I'm going to talk about. But the Timberwolves are, are are fighting to get out of the seventh seed or the play-in territory in the West. They're um, two and a half games, I think, behind Denver with five remaining. So they really need this game if they have any hope of catching Denver, which they probably won't anyways. Um, but uh, Minnesota's two and one straight up and against the number this season. Essentially because Cat has outplayed Jokic, which is something that Denver is not used to. I mean, Jokic and Denver are used to him outplaying or dominating almost every matchup. And that just hasn't been the case in the first three Nuggets-Timberwolves meetings. Cat is shooting 10 true shooting percentage points higher than Jokic in those three meetings. And he has a plus 23 net rating, while Jokic only has a plus 3 net rating. Now, Denver's missing two of its best um, supporting players with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., obviously. And Anthony Edwards is a legit number two scoring threat. And just like Denver doesn't have a legit number two scoring threat. Barton and Will Barton and Aaron Gordon are far too inconsistent to be relied upon. Um, Also, there's a, there's a pretty uh, notable strength versus uh, strength on weakness edge in favor of uh, or in favor of Minnesota for ball security. They have a very high defensive turnover rate and they score the most points off of turnovers per game the Timberwolves do and Denver has a very high offensive turnover rate um, on, the, on the negative side and allows the fourth most points per game off a of turnover. So um, if Minnesota can continue to pressure ball handlers um, and, 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 and apply their um, typical uh, defense and and force some turnovers to Denver, who who likes to turn the ball over and gets pretty clumsy with the the rock. I think Minnesota is going to convert a lot of easy uh, turnovers into points, or a lot of easy points off of turnovers, I should say. Also, this is a pro versus Joe's game, at least according to pregame.com. Most money, most of the money is on uh, Minnesota, but most of the public is betting Denver. So. Um, since Minnesota is a presu- presumed sharp side, and I just think the gap between Carl Anthony Towns and Jokic isn't bigger than the gap between Minnesota's supporting cast and Denver's supporting cast. So I'm going to sprinkle Timberwolves money line, but I'm going to hit T-Wolves plus three and a half pretty hard. And then the next and final best bet feels also kind of square, but um, the betting splits are telling me otherwise. I'm taking the Pelicans. I'm going to take the money line here. Uh, but here's the thing. Now, most times that I give out a pick on this podcast, I have the bet in my account. Um, sometimes I don't. This would be one of the cases where I don't have it in my account, in fact, um, because um, I, I believe the public is going to come in here heavy when it's officially announced LeBron James and Anthony Davis are in the lineup. Now, Anthony Davis is probable LeBron James is questionable, and just seeing their names on the injury report um, is is right now holding some of the public's money. And also, I mean, I'm recording this at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. A lot of people are at work; they're waiting to get 
to get home and they'll probably make a bet a few minutes before the game. So I think the Lakers are going to be flood with, flooded with money. Um, but for, you know, this podcast, I have to take a stance now and I'm going to take the Pelicans money line, which is only minus 130 on Tipico right now. So it's still not even that expensive, but I like to give out minus 110 picks as much as possible. And I don't have a ton of like, I don't know, advanced analytics behind this pick. Um, I just know that the public is going to be all over the Lakers, and we're seeing some crazy reverse line movement um, in New Orleans' direction in the first place. Uh, According to the betting splits that I'm seeing, a lot of the money is on the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of the public is on the Los Angeles Lakers because, obviously, Anthony Davis is coming back. But the Pelicans have been uh, moved from a slight underdog to a slight favorite right now. So it's like the sports books are begging for people to bet the Lakers. Obviously, we want to play in the sports books hand um, or hands, whatever. Um, but I, I just, I, to me, like it, it obviously should be going the other way. It's not even to me. That's it should be. You know, the line should be moving in LA's direction, considering. Um, the heavy bet, bet splits that are pro LA or pro, pro Lakers in this one, and the AD LeBron Russ thing just just didn't work this year and, and appears to be broken. And they're they they obviously headed in the wrong direction down the stretch where they were supposed to build continuity, but AD's injury uh, um, um, hurt their ability or ruined their ability to build any continuity. So. The, there's no, I don't know, the, the AD LeBron wrestling has never looked good, right? They've been uh, at a minus scoring margin for pretty much the whole season, the Lakers, regardless if these three have been on the floor. And I just like how New Orleans is trending. Um, this is a quasi-playoff game. Um, there's only a few games remaining, five games, I think, for each team. Um, New Orleans, LA, and San Antonio are all bunched. Uh, for the the tenth and final seed, um, so um, or the, the 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 nine and the ten seed, excuse me. So yeah, this is important. This is a very important game, and we're gonna get max motivation out of both teams. But the New Orleans roster, in my opinion, is just is just better. Brandon Ingram can create his own offense. C.J. McCollum should light up L.A.'s weak backcourt. Um, the front court for for New Orleans is far better uh, defensively and rebounding. They have uh, dynamic athletes between Jackson Hayes, and Herbert Jones in the front court. So I like the Pelicans. The Pelicans uh, to me feel like the sharp side. Um, it could be fake sharp, but I'm rolling with the Pelicans as my third best bet. Adding to that, uh, I'm adding that to the Timberwolves plus three and a half spring going on the money line, and I'm taking. Sorry, I laughed again, but I'm. T- I'm taking the Pistons uh, minus four and a half against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Best of luck with you, Fade, or follow me. Be sure to do your own homework. Also, please shout this podcast out. Tell your friends, any other sports betting people, homies that you have in your life. Um, pass this podcast along to them. Hopefully they want to hear it if they're into the NBA. And we also we do a lot of other sports betting podcasts. I know I'm just hitting your feed every day with NBA podcasts, but every week me and my co-host Nathan Beagle connect for a all sports podcast or non-NBA podcast. And this upcoming week, we're going to do MLB previews. We're going to be looking at season awards 
um, of regular season wins, division futures, um, playoff futures, World Series futures, and we're also going to be previewing the Masters with someone from the Golf Week, I believe. So look out for those in your feed. Um, but best of luck again with you, Fader. Follow me, and I'm out of here. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.